If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. The Calder fire burning near South Lake Tahoe continued to slowly creep east on Sunday and crews engage in an amazing firefight as they brace for the strong arrival of winds. So this means that new evacuation orders around Pleasant Valley Road happened over the weekend and by yesterday morning, the fire had seared through 156,515 acres and was 19% contained. Firefighters on Saturday, they made a giant stand to protect Strawberry, including the historic Strawberry Lodge. Flames at one point were within feet of the town's general store. But our amazing firefighters and crews were able to keep them at bay through a bunch of strategic backfiring and hose line operations. We saw that a lot during Kincaid. Uh, we've seen that a lot countless times here in Sonoma County uh, through the wildfires that we have experienced. And to anyone that was a firefighter, just want to say thank you so much for your service and your selfless help helping Northern California. Hurricane Ida became a Category 4 storm yesterday before hitting Louisiana. It was actually the 16th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina. And here's President Biden. The storm is a life-threatening storm, strongest in Louisiana history since 1850, and uh, its devastation is likely to be immense. We shouldn't kid ourselves. By winds, I'm talking about 150 miles per hour winds and 24 inches of flood water. And those winds go up to 185 miles per hour. Some parts of Louisiana experienced storm surges of 15 feet of water. And ABC says that all the power went on New Orleans last night at 9, 10 p.m., um, which I, it's, it was just horrible to watch the news um, come out about that. But we'll keep continue to keep you updated right here on Amber and Tanner in the morning. And country music news, Kane Brown is giving us a few more details on his upcoming album. He talked about how many songs he had written for the project, and we learned that Kane has around 45 to 50 songs written, but only 15 to 16 songs that are going to make the album thus far. I've got so many songs for the, the album that I was supposed to be releasing, and I just keep second-guessing myself and keep trying to outright what I've, what I've already had. It's been brutal. We have nine that's cut. I want to do like 15 or 16 songs for the album. How many written? 45 or 50. And this is uh, something that is known in country music to write like 50 songs for an album and then just pick the best ones. Not going to say that some of the songs that Kane is recording right now aren't going to be on future albums, but that has to be so hard. I can't wait to hear new music from Kane Brown. The yet-to-be-announced album will follow Kane's EP Mixtape Volume 1, which came out on August of last year. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Want to know right now, what's the biggest blow-off course you've ever taken? Like the easiest and most pointless class you've ever been or you've ever taken. So school has been back in session here in Sonoma County for a while now. Something uh, that I don't really talk about a lot, but is a major part of my life is that right now I am finishing my college degree. I left college after my sophomore year to pursue radio full-time, and I, I just feel so lucky that my gamble paid off. I'm so thrilled to be doing what I'm doing today. I feel like the luckiest guy in the world, and I appreciate you listening more than you can possibly know. But I wanted to get back in school and finish what I started, so I've been taking some classes online with Arizona State University. 
I'm now in the part of my degree where I'm taking classes just to finish my degree, and I'm taking a lot of what's considered blow-off classes. Basically, classes that aren't important or really applicable, but I have to fill in the time and the credit hours somehow. I'm literally taking a class right now called The History of Television, where it's just watching TV episodes and writing 150 words about it. That's the whole class. Uh, and it, while I'm taking I'm like, this is a giant waste of money. Kind of feel like <laughs> I'm going in debt for a silly reason, but I want to get that degree somehow. So I might as well enjoy it while I can. So I want to hear from you right now. Have you ever taken a blow-off class? A stupid class that is just extremely easy. Allison from Runner Park, what class did you take? It was called a book club. But in all reality, all we did all day was watch movies. Oh, yeah. So we watched the Harry Potter series. Nice. And we ended up watching, like, Divergent, uh, The Blind Side, <laughs> just yeah. all these different movies. And we actually were watching, like, you know, American Pie and stuff because American it was a blow-off pie? class. We didn't know what else to do. <laughs> Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Can somebody help Tim McGraw and I out because we're tired of all these stains? I had a barbecue stain on my white t-shirt. She was killing me in that mini skirt. What's the best way to get a stain out of a white t-shirt? There's a reason why I never bought white t-shirts until recently I'm buying some new shirts for myself, and it's because of this. On Friday, I spilled coffee all over my white shirt during the show, and on Sunday night, I was cooking dinner and the pan flipped and spilled spaghetti sauce all over my white shirt. I swear I never spill on myself unless I'm wearing a white shirt. That seems to be just the luck we get, right? So because of that, out of pure desperation, I reached out on my Instagram to find out how I and Tim McGraw and his song, something like that, can get these dang stains out. And if you want to contribute, please give us a call anytime at 636-1467. Wendy from Santa Rosa set a Tide stick. Here's a weird fun fact about me. I am deathly allergic to Tide. Like if I put a Tide stick on or if I wear something that was washed by Tide, I'll break out in hives and blow up like the little girl in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, nobody wants to see that and I don't want to experience that. So unfortunately, I can't use that tip, but maybe you can. Uh, Britt from Windsor said baking soda and vinegar to make a paste and then use spray and wash. And here's my favorite comment. It comes from Kyle from Runner Park. He said, just burn the shirt and get rid of it. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. What is your weird and bizarre sleeping habit? Classes were canceled in Greensburg, Pennsylvania after a sleepwalking student was found inside the building at 2.30 in the morning. So the seventh grader woke up before calling 911. The student entered the school through a window and sleptwalk inside of their school for 15 minutes. And the kid walked four miles from home to school and uh, classes are going to be back in session, hopefully tomorrow. But do you have a sleepwalker in your life? Tammy from Ukiah, who is a sleepwalker in your life? Um, it was our son, and we were at a wedding. Yeah. And we had been to the wedding and back to the hotel after the reception. 
And sometime in the middle of the night, he sleptwalk out of our room. Oh, my God. To a different floor. Then decided he had to use the bathroom, but didn't know where to go. So he went in the ice machine. <laughs> and then he pounded on our door at 4 in the morning, and we got him back in. Oh, poor kid. <laughs> poor kid. I have a weird sleeping habit. I'm not a sleepwalker, thankfully, but I'm a big time sleep talker. I will have a full conversation with someone when I'm asleep and I will make zero sense. One time when I was sleeping, I was talking to my girlfriend about how I'm going to take down this massive and evil dragon. It's probably because we watched Game of Thrones before bed or something like that. But that is my weird sleeping habit. Kim from Sonoma sent us a message on Facebook and says that she's a sleep eater. She says, quote, I eat all the time when I'm asleep. Uh, last week, I woke up with a bag of shredded cheese all over my face and bed. Get up. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. <laughs> The purpose of Tell Me Something Good is, man, there's just so much negativity in the world. Let's ignore that for just a few minutes and focus on some great people doing some great deeds for other people. Just like a Tennessee helicopter pilot is being called a hero after saving 17 people during the flood that reached the areas of the state last week. So here's the pilot, Joel Boyers, talking about his experience saving 17 lives. And then got a call from a woman who was pretty frantic and, and distraught that her brother was trapped on a roof with his two daughters. Most of them were visibly shaking. I knew I couldn't say no without trying. You know, I couldn't have lived with myself. All I was thinking about was my daughter on a roof, you know. You never understand the impact that something will make on someone's life, even something simple as a basketball hoop. There's a 13-year-old kid in Canada. His name is Anthony. He loves basketball, and he spends hours practicing in his driveway every single day. He just has that, that drive and that spark, right? So when one of his neighbors knocked on his door, he thought they were angry about him constantly dribbling in the driveway, but it turns out that this neighbor wanted to support him. Anthony dribbled in his driveway, but he, here's the thing, he didn't have a hoop. So people in the community started putting their money together to buy him one. Then a local business stepped in, and now he's got his sights set on the NBA. He's just like, hey, you like playing basketball? I'm like, yes. He's just the kid that dribbled the basketball all night, all day. It actually just makes me feel happy inside. I'll be in the NBA 2026. I'll be there and then try and give back to those people, and I will make them all proud. Good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Today is National Beach Day. Where is the best beach in Sonoma County? Home Beach. Somewhere. Apparently, 2% of people across the globe said they go to the beach every single day. 10% of people said once a week. And 15% of the population go once a month. I'm 100% sure uh, that I have to live in an area near a body of water. I'm a West Coast guy. I've lived on the West Coast my entire life, and I can't imagine my life without a beach nearby. But since I moved to Sonoma County, I've been to a few beaches, but there are so many beaches in Sonoma County that I, honest to God, get overwhelmed, and I just go back to a few of my favorites. 
Personally, Dillon Beach is my favorite beach to go to. There's just so much space to go around. The drive from Santa Rosa isn't too much. And on my way back, I have this tradition of always stopping in Petaluma for lunch. And before I get angry calls, yes, I know Dillon Beach is technically in Marin County, but in my opinion, eh, it's close enough. And uh, since I'm relatively new to the area, help out the show right now by telling us where the best beach is because today is National Beach Day. Taylor from Sonoma said it has to be Bodega Head. There's nothing in the world like it. And Taylor, I'm going to have to agree with that. Tom from Santa Rosa said the Healdsburg Veterans Memorial Beach in Healdsburg, it isn't that much of a drive and Amy's Wicked Slush is right next door. You know, I did that not that long ago, just a couple weeks, and I had a great time. Would highly recommend it. And Rebecca from Healdsburg said Duran is the best for families. It's a great spot to hang out and barbecue. So if you have any recommendations for where someone in Sonoma County should go to a beach for National Beach Day, give us a call right now. 636-1467. Amber and Tanner in the morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. Makes you forget you're in traffic. Brightens up your day. On Froggy 92.9. What was your best or maybe your strange experience at a flea market? For the first time in my life, I went to a flea market yesterday. I went to the flea market right next to the Santa Rosa Memorial Building uh, over by the fairgrounds. And I've always driven by it on Sundays and wanted to go, but I just hadn't made the time yet. Well, I made the time yesterday and I absolutely had a blast. I love the flea market. I'll definitely be back. And I noticed at the flea market that everyone was bargaining for lower prices. So I decided to give it a little bit of a shot. There was a painting, and I said to the merchant, I said, hey, I'll give you 10 bucks for this. And the confidence that I had when I said, I'll give you 10 bucks for it, you would think I was like James Bond or something. The Just my chest was out and said, hey, I'll give you $10 for this. And I paid the man, and I walked away feeling good, and I turned around the frame. There was a tag on it for $5. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him an extra $5. I gave him double what he expected. And I, I felt like such an idiot. And I guess that's a lesson learned, I suppose. So flea markets are so fun and interesting. Valerie from Petaluma, what did you find at a flea market? I found a suitcase once that had an old dirty diaper in it. What? It was, a, it was like an old vintage suitcase. And... <laughs> I wanted to see what the inside was like to see if I could repurpose it. Opened it up, and there was this dirty diaper. I said, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I'm not buying this. Okay, $10, final offer. All the things, all morning. Oh, literally, makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the Morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're talking to Layla. Layla's kid is having a birthday party tomorrow. What would happen if the cake company canceled on her the day before? Uh, let's find out. Hello? Hi, is this Layla? It is. Layla, my name is Barry Martindale for Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I am representing all cancellations for Okay. I understand you have a birthday party that's happening tomorrow and you ordered a cake. Yeah, I I did. You said you're handling cancellation? Yeah, we're going to uh, have to cancel on you because two weeks notice just wasn't enough to create what you wanted. I, what? That, that's crazy. I can't believe you're giving me such 
short notice about this. Yeah, we're sorry about that, but your baby shark thing cake was just a little too much to handle. Are you what? Yeah. This, this makes I'm sorry, this is incredibly unprofessional. I've already paid. At no point did anyone reach out to me with any kind of concern in the past two weeks. I'm I'm having a hard time understanding how this is just getting to me now. Specifically, uh, the company has run out of blue frosting. And uh, as you know, sharks are blue. Okay, can you make it like a gray shark? Like, this is this is really important. Well, uh, it, just, it just looks like your order is a little bit too much. So we're going to suggest that maybe you go to a grocery store or something like that. I've, I've already paid for this. I, ha- I got a confirmation email. I'm really disappointed. I'm very frustrated, actually. I, I kind of can't believe this level of unprofessionalism from this company. We are going to have to hold on to your deposit for this cake as well. No, yeah. no, I'm I'm sorry. No, this is unacceptable. I I've already I've already paid. I would at least like a refund. What I want is for you to make the cake. Actually, I want them to make the cake, and they can change the color of it. I'm not going to a grocery well, store uh, uh, after I made a custom order. I'm sorry, that's just not going to happen. Is there nothing you can do for me? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh my god. <laughs> What? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. If you've been following the show, you know that my apartment is straight up haunted. When I moved in, my landlord blessed the apartment with sage, and I thought that was a little suspicious. I've had my feet grabbed in the middle of the night. Things are flying off my walls. And honestly, I didn't believe in ghosts until I moved into this apartment that, by the way, is right next to a cemetery. It's pretty spooky. However, my girlfriend moved in a couple weeks ago to the haunted apartment. And surprisingly, there hasn't been any issues with the paranormal. And for a moment, I thought maybe the ghost only wanted to mess with people who lived a bachelor lifestyle. I believed that until Friday. My girlfriend, Cammy was convinced that she heard footsteps in our apartment. I grabbed my flashlight, went from the bedroom to the living room. By the way, just a side note, why do we always grab a flashlight when we expect the paranormal? Why don't we just turn on the lights? <laughs> don't we want them to go? What? What's with the flashlight? I can never find a flashlight whenever I need it, but for some reason, whenever I think there's a ghost in my apartment, boom, flashlight's on. Just a little side note there. Anyways, I went in the hallway, and my Roomba, which is a robotic vacuum, was in the middle of my living room just doing circles. It, was, it looked like a 65 Mustang doing donuts. And she wasn't worried about it, but I absolutely am. This paranormal, whatever it is, is taking over my technology. Either that, or my Roomba is just extremely stupid. All the things all morning. Oh, literally, makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. When did you get locked out? What is your story? We have Blake from Santa Rosa on the line. Blake, I understand something happened to you when you were at work, yeah? I'm in the commercial cleaning industry. Yeah. Years ago, we had to take care of a cemetery. A cemetery. And we had an associate that went in to clean the building and he was locked in so he called myself he says they have a bolt on the front i cannot get out 
So he was in there to the wee morning hours till we found a gigantic bolt cutter to cut the lock. That is terrifying. That is probably the worst lockout story I could possibly imagine. Just got to say right now, for the record, mine is a lot less spooky than that. <laughs> Amber's on vacation right now because she has a good friend in town. I gave her, Cole, her fiance, and her friend Maggie a ride from a winery. There's a hole in the bottle, leaking all this well, it took longer than expected. Why? Because there was a gate that was locked and their, their office was closed, so nobody could let me in. So I tried to call Amber and... Would you guess it? There is no service. So what I did is I timed myself going somewhere where I did have service. I called Amber and told her to have someone open the gate in exactly 3 minutes and 24 seconds. I made it back and the gate was just closing and I barely made it. But I was locked out for a good 20 minutes. And we are sharing our locked out stories right now on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Froggy929 and Tina from Santa Rosa said I locked myself out of the house on Friday evening. I was heading to the pharmacy to pick up a prescription and I was caught up getting everyone in the car that I forgot to grab my keys. I called my oldest who was in her room listening to music. She didn't answer her phone and I had to go through the backyard and bang on her window to get back in the house. That is just the last time I locked myself out. David from Cloverdale says, I taught my black lab to close doors. One day she closed the front door and locked me out with her inside. Every window I try to open, she was watching me, and it still makes me laugh. And Janine from Sebastopol said, My son locked me out of my car when he was just two years old. Now, how does that happen? Amber and Tanner in the morning. When you think of true country music, who is the first artist you think of? Melanie from Santa Rosa said Randy Travis. Oh, baby, I'm Virginia from Occidental, she said Reba. Again, we're asking the question, when you think of true country music, who is the first arta, artist that you think of? And by an overwhelming majority on our Facebook page, people said George Strait. Amarillo by morning, Amarillo I'll be there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> George is the king, right? Asking this because Thomas Rhett, much like the rest of us, took a break at the beginning of those quarantine days. He said, quote, I literally didn't write a song for almost two months, which is the longest I've ever gone in my whole life. But when he did, the first song he wrote was Country Again, which came out last April. And he said, quote, for me, even in the song Country Again, it's all about that stuff. But it's more about just a simple way of life and a lifestyle where you don't need much to make you happy. And on a musical front, the word country to me means an honest story. And to me, that, I mean, that's country music right there. Uh, just honesty. And I think an artist that embodies the true nature of country music, my pick is going to be Mr. Justin Moore. Here's to the ones who didn't make it back home. The ones we ain't seen in so long. I mean, of course I could have said Alan Jackson, Brooks and Dunn. Shania Twain, and the list goes on and on of what true country music is, but I think Justin Moore needs a little more hype than what he gets. I think he holds on to the traditional values of country music, but what's so cool about Justin Moore is that it still feels modern. It still feels like 2021. He lives on an actual farm in Arkansas, and I think his songs truly paint a picture of the country lifestyle. The whole town showed up, sang Amazing Grace, 
watch the slideshow You're inside Amber and Tanner's 92.9 minute commercial free workday kickoff. Commercial free country. On Froggy 92.9.